the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. Attorney General William Barr says there will be an investigation into the apparent suicide death of financier and accused sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. Barr says he's appalled to learn of Epstein's death while in federal custody, said the death raises what he calls serious questions that must be answered. South Korea's military says North Korea has fired off another round of missiles, and President Trump is tweeting about what might be on North Korean leader Kim Jong-un's mind. President Trump says Kim Jong-un has told him in a letter that he wants to meet and start negotiations as soon as joint U.S.-South Korea military exercises end. Trump says Kim spent much of his letter complaining about what Trump refers to as the ridiculous and expensive exercises. He says Kim offered a small apology for the flurry of recent short-range missile tests that have rattled U.S. allies in the region, but he says Kim assured him they would stop when those exercises end. Ben Thomas reporting. This is SRN News. Mike Gallagher always puts things in perspective. The president never praised white supremacists or neo-Nazis or skinheads. It is a damnable lie, but it has the desired effect, yet it is not true. If I believe that the president praised white supremacists and neo-Nazis, I wouldn't like him either. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Hour 2 of your Northern Alliance Radio Network headliner Mitch Berg is coming up next, right here on AM 1280 The Patriot. It has all the perks of awards card with none of the hassle. It's the AM 1280 The Patriot Fan Club. Go to am1280thepatriot.com, click on Fan Club for member-exclusive access to perks, prizes, savings, giveaways and getaways, and much more. The Freedom Fan Club is brought to you by Lucky Stations. Here's your Twin Cities forecast brought to you by Great Plains Windows and Doors, showers, and a high of 73. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve A, the Patriot, making talk radio great again. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. My causes many. My subject this hour, at least for the first half of the hour, uh, the situation that we, as Second Amendment human rights advocates, face, and the perhaps opportunities that that the current situation offers. I hate to say it. I hate to put it that way, but yet. There we have it. Uh, with us to discuss this uh, from the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, uh, Brian Strasser joins us here, the, uh, the director of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. Brian, thanks for joining us here today. Hey, good afternoon, Mitch. Thanks for having me. Great to have you here. And without wanting to wax too uh, satirical here, I have to say one of my first rules is every time you're dealing with big left on any major issue, you can count on overreach on their part saving the day for you. And, and I, I got to say, I have to put out as a Second Amendment advocate and activist a big thank you to Justin Perpich for giving us one of the great reasons there is to oppose red flag laws. This tweet last week, quote, when one of your white male Facebook friends posts a picture with an AR, reported to the FBI and local law enforcement, it's better to be safe than sorry. Put these people on the FBI's radar before they kill innocent people. It's sad that it has come to this. And, and with the last sentence, Justin Perpich had it right. But you can always count can you not, Brian Strasser, on big left, especially Minnesota's gun control movement, uh, shooting themselves in the foot at full automatic? <laughs> <laughs> full automatic. I, certainly, uh, you know, I, I thought I had a good re- I, I saw that tweet when he posted it, and I thought I had a good reply to him, uh, which was, hey, you know, actually doing that makes the FBI's job 
harder. That's right. Because you're reporting people that are not a threat instead of allowing them to focus on people who actually are exhibiting threatening behavior. It just blew my mind that he thought that was an intelligent thing to do. Yeah, no, it, 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 I, I agree. I couldn't agree more. And it just shows the degree of hysteria that I think mainstream Democrats, and who could be more of a mainstream Democrat in Minnesota than somebody with the last name Perpich when you get right down to it? Perhaps that's before your time here in Minnesota, Brian Strasser, but right. uh, here to tell you. So that being said, this is one of those weeks, uh, looking back in retrospect, even with all the qualifications about, about the events of this past week, this is and has been one of those weeks that makes being a Second Amendment advocate and activist uh, a challenge here. Uh, when you saw the events of this past week, I mean, I mean, what the what what what? How did this change the challenge we Second Amendment human rights supporters face uh, coming up into another session? Well, I think it, it's certainly uh, similar to the way that Parkland kind of defined the 2018. Uh, legislative session when it came to guns, I think that these um, three mass shootings uh, very close to each other, and, and certainly the one in El Paso, which had an ideological, well, actually, both Gilroy and, and El Paso, I should say, had an ideological component, right? Mm-hmm. These individuals specifically targeted certain people uh, based on some, you know, based on characteristics that they had issues with uh, and went after them. And I think that is a really terrifying thing for a lot of people. And it, it drives that demand, logically or not, to want to do something, even if we know here on the, the gun rights side of the equation, that the things they want to do are not going to impact the outcome that they're after, which is how do you reduce, how do you disrupt mass shootings? Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. So so Brian, you part of the job of working and directing the Minnesota Congress Caucus is keeping tabs on how Minnesota's legislature is faring uh, with these now with, with these sorts of events as as news continues to move on. Let's let's look at the legislative picture, both in St. Paul and nationally speaking. Uh, you've we've seen some reactions from a number of legislators this past week, including uh, Senator Jensen, who has kind of moved around both sides of 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 the issue over the past couple of years kind of fell into line last session on the other hand he's leaving office here at the end of this session and he's pretty much come out with the other guys are you hearing anything surprising anything uh anybody else coloring outside the lines uh as ray this issue uh, as 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 we work our way towards the the next year's session well i think there's a couple of things going on i mean there's a couple different forces at play here um, certainly with the Metro Democrats, the Metro DFL, uh, just speaking to state politics initially, yep. the Metro DFL is definitely on the gun control bandwagon. That's been their tune uh, since the last election cycle. That's what they pushed in the legislature, at least in the House. Yep. It's not a unanimous picture, though, because the Iron Range DFLers, House and Senate, are not voting for any of this stuff. They don't support it. They're opposed to it. They voted against it in the House. They voted against amendments in 2018 on the House floor. And by the way, that includes the minority leader in the Senate, Tom Bach. Right. So there's definitely not a unanimous view. This session, um, although Senator Lass keeps describing this as bipartisan legislation, there's not a single Republican in the 2019 session that supported any of this. Right. Uh, even Senator Jensen was quite clear, I don't support this the way it's written. I'm not signing up for this. I will vote against it. Right. Um, so that you, now, from a conversation standpoint, I, I think, um, you know, Senator Gazalka has said he doesn't see any efficacy in these laws. We're focused on the object instead of the person, and we need to take a broader view of things. And doesn't appear to be uh, in support of a special session. We have seen, uh, I believe it was Senator Andrew Lang, come out and say, we might take a look at our version of a red flag law. I don't know what that means. I haven't seen the language. We haven't spoken so there's certainly, you know, I think folks are willing to have a conversation. Um, that doesn't mean they're going to support it. Uh, and then I thought uh, Senator Limmer, the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, uh, had a brilliant reply to Ron Lass's request for a hearing uh, here in the off session uh, with the Senate Judiciary Committee, where Senator Limmer said, hey, I'm aware of your legislation and other legislation. And, you know, if there's nothing new to be said of what's already been said, then why would we hold hearings? Uh, I'm happy to hear legislation that has broad bipartisan support, but this is not that. And it didn't 
you know, it didn't pass the conference committee. We voted it down. Yeah. During the 2009. Oh, thought, oh go ahead. Go ahead. No, oh, yeah. no, I, I mean, I think I think Limmer's answer was good that uh, there's nothing new to be discussed here right now. And, and I, almost, I don't know, but I'd like to get your impression on this, because immediately before uh, last week, even immediately before last weekend's atrocities, uh, there's some high-level pronouncements from, as I recall, uh, Governor Waltz's office about uh, DFL priorities in the, the coming year. And it almost seemed to me like gun control is being kind of pushed down the list. I mean, they knew they had to throw a bone to their Metrocrat audience. But it almost seemed, and mm-hmm. I'd love to get your impressions, is it almost seemed for a while there like the DFL was kind of wishing the issue would go away since they couldn't even get the Metrocrat majority in the House entirely on board. Uh, they, could, they, they couldn't pass standalone gun control bills last year in the House. Uh, it, it almost seemed like they were kind of soft-pedaling the issue for a while up until El Paso happened. Your impressions on that, Brian Strasser? I would agree. I think, uh, I mean, it certainly wasn't on Walls's, Governor Walls's recent list of uh, yep. legislative and, and priorities for him to deal with. Yep. Um, it, uh, I think um, it's interesting to compare what they ran on. Governor Walls ran on assault weapons ban, magazine restrictions, red flags, universal background checks, uh, and at least a couple other things, gun violence research. Yep. Um, the only bills they brought forward were red flags and universal background checks, and neither of those got anywhere. And there's a number of other DFLers, uh, I think of Kelly Morrison down in Carver County, who um, ran against and defeated Cindy Pugh. Same thing. She ran on, I'm going to get these military-style assault weapons off the street, and then didn't bring any legislation to do so. Yeah, it was. It was. So it doesn't seem like. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's been the priority that they said it was going to be. Much to the chagrin of certain parties on the anti-gun left, I thought the, the big story up until El Paso and, and all of the uh, ghoulishness that's followed on the DFL's part uh, was the prior week. The Reverend Nancy Nord Bentz released what you called one of the most extraordinary press releases you've ever seen. First of all, it was Dostoevsky and its length and scope. Uh, I mean, I've I've read technical manuals that were shorter and less detailed uh, for large software specs, and it laid out an agenda that would make uh, a, a Chicago ward healer uh, sit back and go, whoa, Reverend, dial it back a little bit here. You don't need to go for everything at once. Uh, you, you, that, I think, had a motivating effect on some of the good guys in this debate, Brian Strasser. I, I think so. I mean, I think there's a couple of things that has driven some motivation in the last uh, 48, 72 hours. One was uh, Nancy's uh, post, uh, Protect Minnesota's post. Yes. Um, as you said, I mean, I think it was five pages long. Yes, yes. <laughs> if you printed it out as a Word document, right? And yeah. she called for pretty much every piece of gun control over the sun. The second is, if you look at the rhetoric that's coming out of the Democratic presidential candidates, or even you can look at, uh, I mean, Elizabeth Warren released her gun violence prevention plan, her words, uh, this morning. I mean, one gun a month, federal license required, uh, magazine restrictions, assault weapons ban, you have to register guns. Uh, you, uh, uh, I think it was a training requirement. I mean, it just went on and on and on. Yes. And they're all trying to outdo each other. And I think that that motivates people because one of these folks could wind up being the next president. And then except for a handful of votes in the U.S. Senate, which also could flip. Yep. I mean, you'd be in a re- we would be in a really different situation uh, two years from now than where we are today. Speaking of really different dis- situations and, and the presidency, and we've got about a minute left, and this is a little outside the Gun Owners Caucus's scope, which focuses on Minnesota, but the president talking about red flag laws and potentially background checks, uh, your two cents worth on, on President Trump dipping his toe into gun control waters. Well, I mean, on this issue, I think President Trump is the, he's the gun panderer in chief. Uh, I, I don't know if he's pro-gun, if he's anti-gun. Uh, I don't know what his take is today. I know prior to the election, a lot of folks talked about him being the the greatest champion of Second Amendment rights, but I'm not sure I believe in that. He's called this is the second time around. Parkland was the first where he's been pushing uh, this enhanced background check, universal background check uh, discussion. Now we got red flags on the table again. He's talked about an assault weapons ban. He did sign an order banning bump stocks or directed the ATF to ban bump stocks. Who, who, does anybody really know what he's going to do? 
And and the the bad news is he's saying a lot of things that we find deeply problematic. The good news is his statements on at least Second Amendment issues seem to have a shelf life similar to an egg souffle. So fingers crossed there. We'll see. Hopefully ho- hopefully the backlash uh, gets him on this. Uh, Brian Strasser, can we keep you one more subject? I want to talk about, first of all, the gun owners' responses to this whole situation and, and some cultural things I'd love to get your two cents worth on. Uh, we're talking about Brian Strasser of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, 651-289-4488. If you have questions, comments, feedback, concerns, whatever, that's what we're here for. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Your first year of Christian school is half-priced through TwinCitiesTuitions.com. If you see public school as a negative influence on your child's faith, it's time to make a change. To find out more about our half-priced Christian school tuition program, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Rack Shack attack, oh. It's Bucks for Books at Lucky Stations. Do you want exceptional convenience and still do business with a like-minded Minnesota company? It's Lucky Station Convenience Stores. Larry Elder here with Lucky's owner, Scott Stevens. It's the dog days of summer. We got long weekends, state fairs, we got barbecue and boating, and ah, back to school. But don't let that be a bummer at Lucky's. We care about kids at Lucky Station, so come into our store, spend $5 or more on any item, mention AM1280 The Patriot, and get a $5 Office Depot gift card. What could be better? Bucks for books. Only at Lucky Stations, your neighborhood store. Lucky Station is a small group of family-owned convenience stores in a world of giant national chains. They have to work harder to earn your business. Lucky Station has everything that the big-name convenience stores have. Lucky Station. The official convenience store of AM 1280, The Patriot. Visit LuckyStations.com or your neighborhood store. Need a roof? JTR Roofing. Need siding? JTR Roofing. How about windows? JTR Roofing. The name's not big enough. It should be JTR Roofing, Siding, and Windows. They'd rather have a name that's too small than a price that's too big. For a free estimate, go to RoofWithJTR.com. That's RoofWithJTR.com. AM 1280 The Patriot. Don't forget, AM 1280 The Patriot presents an evening with Michelle Malcolm Tuesday, September 24th at the Ames Center in Burnsville. Emo from hotair.com. That's what all of us cool kids call Ed Morrissey. will guide the conversation about the border crisis, the chaos on the left, and how it could affect the upcoming elections. Tickets start at 1280. Plus, we've got some VIP upgrades available, including front row seating, meet and greet passes, copy Michelle's new book, Open Borders, Inc. Go to am12athepatriot.com. Get your tickets now. 651-289-4488 if you have questions or comments. For Brian Strasser of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. Uh, Brian, first of all, I'd be remiss if I didn't remember uh, to 
One other episode that popped up uh, before, obviously, El Paso and uh, Dayton uh, hijacked the the headlines uh, on the gun control issue is one of our our readers, our our regular listeners, I should say, reminds us, Keith Ellison uh, last month filed an amicus curia brief in favor of a California magazine size limit. Uh, What do you think that means in terms of uh, future attempts on gun policy from the DFL here in Minnesota, given our attorney general's obvious obvious sympathies on the issue well i think two quick points first anytime you want to bring me on with the uh dropkick murphy's intro music i'm in i figured you'd um, like that brian that's <laughs> thoroughly pointed and uh but but yeah i mean this is a this is a chess game by uh keith ellison and other democratic anti-gun attorney generals out there the, the case in california is that duncan v uh, baraka Baraka being the uh, or Bacara rather, uh, being he being the uh, California Attorney General, uh, California has a complete and absolute ban on magazines holding more than ten rounds. You yep. have to take them out of state, turn them into law enforcement, or destroy them. Possession is a felony. Um, that passed uh, in a ballot initiative and is currently tied up in court. What Ellison is arguing before the Ninth Circuit, along with about twenty-eight other state attorney generals that are Democrats, is twofold. First, that the idea of a magazine ban uh, is constitutional under the Second Amendment. It's needed as a public safety issue, and that public safety need overrides the individual right to keep and bear arms. And second, that the broader issue in their mind, and here's the chess play, is that that type of state-level legislation is constitutional because the state should be able to decide how to uh, how to balance public safety, and I'm air quoting this here, yeah. uh, public safety in their minds and the right of an individual under the Second Amendment. It's a totally bogus argument, but this is a very important case, and that's why they're doing it. And it's the Ninth Circuit, so it's 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 the loony no. circuit, the crazy circuit. Anything can happen there. So more to watch out for. Right. Now, so this is definitely going to be. A, I would say this is definitely a case that's on track to the U.S. Supreme Court. So we will uh, we will be talking about much more about all of this in coming months, Brian Strasser, because of course uh, session starts in February this year. I believe it's an off year, uh, non budget year. Right. So I believe they start a month late. So we got a few months to prep for this. What has been the reaction at the caucus from gun owning ministers? to the news and especially to the avalanche of overreach and, and ghoulish exploitation on the part of the likes of the DFL, of, of Justin Perpich, of the Reverend Nancy Nord Bentz. What, what kind of reactions are you seeing from Minnesota gun owners? Well, I mean, Minnesota gun owners are, uh, I think, like everyone, um, appalled at the tragedies uh, and, and greatly uh, you know, sympathetic in terms of the the loss of life and the impact it has had on those communities, but also I think um, aggravated that the fingers are being pointed at them, right? The legislation that's being proposed, I think twofold, the legislation that's being proposed uh, that infringes upon law-abiding citizens and we know will not impact uh, violent crime, it's not going to impact homicides with firearms, it's not going to impact mass shootings, um, but also the temperature of the rhetoric, um, this has been the worst I've seen in the last, you know, in, the, in my 10, 11 years of activism on Second Amendment issues. It is amazing out there. And by the way, I, I, I'm assuming we have to be uh, the, the Minnesota Governor's Caucus needs, to, with which I, just to be transparent, volunteer a bit, uh, has got to be seeing some uh, extra interest from a lot of people around the state. How can people find yeah, out? I mean, oh, go know, ahead. Two, oh, I was say, just, a, just a quick example. I mean, we get the media coordinator for the House DFL uh, who basically called me a sick individual on Twitter because I was questioning our elected representatives about the legislation that they're proposing. Yeah. And, you know, because of that, I'm a sick, deranged, twisted individual. I mean, that's just insane. If uh, if that particular individual weren't uh, overstating his case, he would probably be completely mute. By the way, how can people find out more about the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus? I mean, this is, now is the time for all good no, uh, Second Amendment supporters to to stand up here. How can people uh, find out more? Uh, our website is gunownersplural.mn, gunownersmn. Uh, at a minimum, please get on our mailing list so we can send you information about legislative activity and actions that you can take. Uh, and second, you can find us on Facebook at the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. I would recommend you like us. We post more uh, rapidly evolving information on Facebook.
Absolutely. So we'll, uh, we'll we'll look for that now. Now, Brian, I wanted to leave on a slightly different note here. Obviously, the the conversation about uh, getting gun owners ready to fight the fight, uh, perhaps uh, the most brutal fight we've had in a long time here in Minnesota in the Minnesota State Legislature this coming uh, winter and early spring. Uh, this is going to be multiple conversations both here and on the Gun Owners uh, Caucus podcast as we head into the session here. But I want to I want to just take a quick tangent here into uh, some larger social questions here. You mentioned that the rhetoric uh, is as bad as you've seen in your decade plus uh, of working in, in gun rights. And and I agree. Over this last decade, it, it has gotten so much worse. And, and the level of vitriol coming from deep from the big left, from big gun control, is at a level that I have never seen. I didn't th- don't think they thought they could get away with it 10 years ago. Yet, over the course of 30 years, I mean, you look back 30 years, Brian Stars, and I was an activist and actually doing a, a talk show focusing heavily on gun rights in the 1980s. At that time, we had eight states that were shall issue. We had uh, quite a number of states that had no issue whatsoever. This was pre-Heller by a good 20 years. And I read a, I don't know if you've seen this piece. It was a piece that came out in Open Source Defense by a fellow named uh, Karim Shaya uh, entitled, Gun Rights Are Winning, and uh, Why Hasn't Anyone Noticed? And he pointed out that, that in many ways that, uh, that the gun rights movement has in some respects, won the culture war. I mean, you've, you've, not, not, that, not that it's a call for getting complacent, certainly in purple states like Minnesota, but that gun culture has hit a tipping point where it is growing faster that, can, that it can be stomped on by the gatekeepers of popular culture, that, uh, that young people statistically are more in favor of gun rights than their elders, that gun ownership is growing faster among blacks and women and people of color than among uh, among everyone else, and that the number of people who have dived headfirst into gun... I mean, the, the number of AR-15s is, is 30 times what it was 30 years ago. So... In many respects, gun culture has infiltrated American mainstream society at a level that no one could have foreseen 30 years ago, which is not a call to complacency, certainly not now. But, but Brian Strasser, any obser- first of all, if you're familiar with that article, second of all, any observations on, on the old long-term trend line for gun rights supporters in our society? Well, it's an interesting, yeah, I, this is an interesting topic. I, I do remember the article. Um, I do think, I mean, I, I was involved in the, uh, I haven't been heavily involved except for the last decade, but I remember the early 90s yeah. uh, during the Clinton assault weapons ban era. And I don't think people really thought too much of that um, at the time, but it motivated the heck out of gun owners to the point they booted the Democrats out of control in D.C. that fall Yep. after passing that bill in the 94 elections. I believe it was that that all went down. Um, you know, today, what I see, there, there's a lot of young folks getting involved in the shooting sports through, particularly here in Minnesota, through the, you know, trap and skeet competitions with high schools. I mean, that's the fastest growing high school sport in Minnesota. It's one that we uh, help sponsor um, some teams and, and have continued to give grants to. And they have been more and more politically active uh, in the fight, uh, even as teenagers. Um, I think that bodes well for what this looks like. Uh, down the road, I think we see more gun rights activism in the metro areas, particularly driven by groups like um, the African American Heritage Gun Club of Minnesota, uh, Louis Denard and Tim Christopher and, and uh, Daniel and others that are um, changing the narrative, I think, um, and really challenging, hey, why are we supporting Democrats when they don't support our right to self-defense? Um, so I, I think we'll continue to see that kind of growth in the gun rights movement. And the shooting sports in general. Yeah, and again, no call for complacency because the other thing that that uh, Mr. Shia's article points out is that the 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 pushback in places where gun control is already the the predominant ideological uh, side of things uh, is is largely as a result of the fact that they're losing. I mean, the, the, the losing side pushes back twice as hard. And that's why you're seeing, to some extent, the Metrocrats feeling their oats here in the Metro uh, the way they are is because here's the place where they can actually do their pushing back. Brian Strasser, one more time. Now is the time for law-abiding gun owners to sign up to get involved. Uh, how, how can people find out more, and what kind of help do the good guys need uh, as, we, as we ramp up for another session coming up here this winter? Yeah, so let's, um, this is definitely not the time to be complacent. We've been outspent the last two election cycles between our organization and the NRA uh, 12 to 1. 
I'm not kidding. Wow. 800,000 to 1.1 million uh, each electric cycle to about 75,000 between the NRA and us uh, by anti-gun groups. So this is the time to get involved. You can find our website at gunowners.mn at least to get on the mailing list so that we can send you information about what's going on and when to take action. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash gunownersmn or on Twitter at twitter.com slash mngunkaucus. And we share information across all three of those locations. Absolutely. I will post that at shotinthedark.info shortly after the broadcast here today. Brian Strasser, as always, thank you very much for coming on with us today. We'll do this again many times before the upcoming session. Thanks again. Thanks, Mitch. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. When we come back, you just can't win when you're a conservative in this country, state, country, anywhere. We'll talk about when we come back. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. That's the sound of the crisis at our border. That's the sound of special interest groups profiting from our nation's vulnerability. Want to know what the solution to our immigration issue sounds like? Then plan to join us for An Evening with Michelle Malkin, September 24th at the Ames Center in Burnsville. Be a part of the conversation that's shaping the future of U.S. security and defending the integrity of our law. Visit am1280thepatriot.com to reserve your seats. Tickets start as low as 1280. Plus, there are elite VIP upgrades available that include front row seating, meet and greet passes, and a copy of Michelle's new book, Open Borders, Inc. We've invited our good friend Ed Morrissey from hotair.com to guide the conversation. What does freedom of speech sound like? An evening with Michelle Malkin at the Ames Center in Burnsville on September 24th. See you there. Maybe you'd like to know what exactly Relief Factor is. It was created by doctors. It's a 100% drug-free supplement with four key ingredients that simply help your own body deal with the natural inflammatory response that it has. It's easy to swallow, four little capsules in each packet, like the packet that I carry with me at all times. Three packets a day for a week, then two packets a day for two weeks, and I have just described the three-week quick start. And you will know in three weeks. That's the beauty of it. Whether it works, they don't drag you on. That costs just $19.95. There's a very good chance that a very serious percentage of my listeners suffer from some sort of muscular or joint pain. You should try this for $19.95. That's all you can lose. If it works, they will send it to you automatically. If it doesn't work, tell them not to send any shipments. And it's as simple as that. It is all at relieffactor.com. I've been using it for years now. Relieffactor.com. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Christian Faith Publishing helps thousands of authors just like you publish their books with a company dedicated to strong Christian values. To help you get started, we want to send you our free author submission kit. Christian Faith Publishing reviews every book submitted to us. And if your book is approved, we'll edit, design, print, and distribute your book online and in bookstores everywhere. Imagine seeing your book in specialty Christian bookstores, Amazon, iTunes, Barnes & Noble, and many others. It could happen. And it all starts with one call to Christian Faith Publishing at 800-566-1012 for your free author submission kit. If you have a novel, children's book, poetry, biography, or any inspirational work you've written, we can help you get it published today. Shouldn't you work with a publisher who shares your Christian values of integrity and honesty? You can get your book published. So call for your free author submission kit right now. Call 800-566-1012. That's 800-566-1012. 800-566-1012. AM 1280, The Patriot. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the best, longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. That's us right here. Me today, Brad Carlson. Tomorrow, King Banyan, Saturday mornings. Join us every week. Who's Brad Carlson have on tomorrow? I don't know. Well, whatever it is, it'll be awesome. (laughs) Tune in, Brad Carlson, 1 to 3 tomorrow. King Banyan, 9 to 11, Saturday mornings. On our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, all part of the Northern Alliance Radio Network, doing conservative talk radio longer, better, louder, prouder than anyone else in the Twin Cities. They have to drag me away. 651-289-4488 or 
Hashtag Narn Show. That's N-A-R-N Show on Twitter. By the way, trying a new experiment today. I am live streaming the broadcast uh, at uh, on Facebook, actually, on the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Uh, so if you want to go out to Facebook and see the magic happen, well, okay, you're not really seeing magic. You're just seeing me on a on a webcam here in the studio. But we can actually do that now. We actually have a camera set up, and I'm actually broadcasting on the Northern Alliance page. If you go to Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook, you can see the live stream. It's going to be fun. I mean, it's it's just, this is uh, – this is cool. You're going to love it. So, uh, well, okay, you'll like it. Or maybe it'll just be a novelty. I don't know. Either way, I'm doing it because what the heck, after 16 years almost, it's it's time to try a few new things here anyway. But uh, anyway, live video stream uh, via Facebook on Northern Alliance Radio Network's uh, page. Uh, check that out here. So the great P.J. O'Rourke once posted uh post he wrote in his book uh give war a chance a really fairly cogent observation about the difference between liberals and conservatives when it comes to uh, environmentalism i mean it's it, it's true on many issues but on issues like environmentalism it seems to be particularly starkly true he he wrote about uh the, the al gore uh, talking. This was back in 1995, I believe, just after the Gulf War. It was a the book. The book uh, he, uh, P. G. O'Rourke's book was called "Give War a Chance." And by the way, uh, if you're looking to find some reading material for a young conservative, some of the books P. J. O'Rourke wrote between I don't know 1990 into the late uh, into the late 2000s. Some of the best. Uh, books you can give him. Actually, in the late 1980s, he had a book called Republican Party Reptile, which was an interesting book about being young, somewhat counterculture and conservative. But I repeat myself, conservatism is the counterculture, at least here in places like the Twin Cities. Uh, excellent book on that. There was the book uh, Parliament of Whores, W-H-O-R-E-S, yeah, like as in of Babylon, which is one of the best books about the complete absurdity a federal government and 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 made brilliant points such as if we had spent all the money we've spent on health and human services bureaucracy on giving it in the form of cash to people below the poverty line and using that cash to raise their incomes to the poverty line we would have eliminated poverty 50 years ago and had 10 hundreds of billions of dollars left over today at any rate he wrote a book called Give War a Chance, which is basically a collection of essays from a variety of magazines. He was a, one of the great American freelance writers and one of the few, I think the last actual out conservative to write for Rolling Stone magazine, where he was their war correspondent during the first Gulf War back in 1990-91. At any rate, uh, the book wasn't just his war, but the last half of the book was his observations on being uh, in Kuwait and uh, Iraq during the first Gulf War, but he kicked off with some earlier political observations. One of those was uh, observations on a on an interview with Al Gore in the early uh, 1990s, not long after he became vice president. And he, t- he was talking about how his uh, family, Al Gore's family, was uh, was interested in poverty in this case. Uh, and it really did a story in which he and his family and his younger young children at the time were driving through Washington, D.C., and Tipper, I believe it was, saw a homeless person by the side of the road, was affected by the sight of this homeless person, and went and lobbied for a government program to end homelessness, which illustrates really brilliantly how the difference between how conservatives and progressives, I'm not going to call them liberals anymore, how conservatives and progressives approach dealing with problems, dealing with problems in our in our society. Uh, and you see this in, borne out today in a lot of issues. Uh, for example, a couple of weeks ago, the, the, the big topic here on the show was uh, the left having a case of the Victorian vapors over Donald Trump telling the truth about the city of Baltimore. I mean, it's a rat-infested crime cesspool 
that's been under Democrat control for the better part of 80 years, with the brief exception of one Republican in the 1960s, who, by the way, left office in 1967, 68, left office a generation and a half ago, maybe two generations ago, depending on how you count them. At any rate, Baltimore is a rodent-infested hellhole that even, as I pointed out on the broadcast, I believe two weeks ago, even progressives recognized as such when speaking among friends to progressive audiences, for example, on the uh, classic cable TV show The Wire, which uh, earned a lot of critical accolades for Stanley Levinson, uh, talking about what a rat-infested cesspool of criminality Baltimore is. So they could say it. Don't you dare say it about them. At any rate, as a result of that, a conservative decided to do what conservatives do and take direct personal face-to-face action. Uh, Brandon, by the way, this is an article that came out uh, this past week in Red State. Uh, A fellow named Brandon Morse uh, went in Tuesday. He had an inspiring story of conservative activists who stepped up to the plate to help citizens in the poverty-stricken areas of Baltimore. The effort was organized in the aftermath of the uproar over President Trump's criticisms of the city and of Representative Elijah Cummings, whose congressional district runs through Baltimore. Scott Pressler, who said he's an ardent supporter of President Trump, is a grassroots conservative activist who has an enormous social media following. Pressler said one tweet last week launched... Uh, 11, uh, excuse me, 1,000 trash bags in Monday's efforts. Pressler, who uh, also told the news outlet that the gathering was not meant to be, quote, pro-Trump or anti-Elijah Cummings, posted numerous photos and videos of the cleanup uh, day on his Twitter page. So this is a spontaneous outpouring of people who happen to have a political point of view that differs from the mainstream Uh, of politics in the Baltimore area and of the media that has been trying to beat on this issue coming out and actually doing the right thing for what one might suspect would be the right reasons. Am I right? Well, apparently not because orange man bad. It's not good enough for the Democrat party's uh, pro bono PR firm, the Baltimore sun, the mainstream media sentinel guarding the uh, the public relations interests of the Democratic Party that owns the mess that is pretty much everything about West Baltimore. Uh, quoting Red State here in a condescending piece entitled, <clears throat> We assume it was pure motives that led a Trump supporter to launch a cleanup in Cummings's district. Right? Here's what they wrote. The effort was organized by pro-Trump activist Scott Pressler. He claimed the event was not political. Yes, he was inspired to come by tweets from President Donald Trump describing the area represented by U.S. Representative Elijah Cummings as a, quote, rodent-infested mess. But the visit wasn't about showing our support or animosity for either man, he said. Call us skeptical. Well... Call me shocked. There's the thought. There, there's the idea. You see, getting out and engaging in the community only counts if you spout the right rhetoric, if you chant the right chanting points. It, it, it only counts if your motives are pure. And by pure, we don't mean pure in the sense that Christ calls upon us to be self-sacrificially good. To, to donate our time and our goodwill and our resources uh, to the benefit of others. That's not the purity they're looking for. No, no, no. They're looking for the sort of ideological purity that, that, says, that says, yes, we will come and clean up Baltimore and give all credit to mother government where all things, from whence all good things flow. You see, it's impossible to do a good thing if you believe things they consider bad. Everything you do, no matter what it is, will always be held against you. In, in, in old drill instructor parlance, everything you do will get you yelled at, and everything you don't do will get you yelled at and called evil and called literally Hitler, because that is the answer to everything. 
everything that a conservative, not even a conservative, a Republican does. Anything a Republican is will eventually be decomposed into being literally Hitler by the agents of big left, whoever they are. Mr. Pressler's efforts to clean up Baltimore came not from a, a desire to support the mother state, but rather a desire to just do the right thing while having thoughts in one's heart that were not pure to the mother party. And that's really all that matters. 651-289-4488, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. And yet, the hypocrisy continues. Yes. Oh, we're not done. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Come again now I'll tell you how this will unfold. I want to see the Western Ocean painted black and gold. Welcome to the seaside. It's been occupied Bow to the bottom and behold The motherland of black and gold AM1280, The Patriot. The world of business and investing is constantly changing. How are you keeping up with all the info? Most likely, you're not. Checking websites, reading trade magazines, making phone calls, checking more websites, and still not finding what you need to know. That's where Business 1440 steps in. We're your on-air guide through the fast-paced financial and business landscape. Up-to-the-minute business and investing news. Streaming now at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Hey, Barry, quick question for you. Do you know what the leading cause of foodborne illness is? Uh, my bad cooking? <laughs> well, you're close. It's actually poor cleaning techniques and improper handling of food. These outbreaks, along with the illnesses caused by food allergens, can occur anywhere that food is served, even places like assisted living and child daycare facilities. Fortunately, most of these outbreaks can be prevented. Okay, Tom. Well, how does BME help assisted living facilities and other companies maintain a healthy environment? Well, BME Labs is a distributor for 3M food safety test kits, but we do much more than that. Our experienced staff help our customers formulate a comprehensive food safety and allergen test plan. Don't wait for a foodborne outbreak to put your business in the news. Be proactive and contact BME Lab and Science today for the health of your customers and your business. Visit bmelabandscience.com. That's bmelabandscience.com. Remember, you don't know if it's clean until it's been tested. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Here's why. Dish has the nation's lowest TV price, along with an award-winning DVR that can skip commercials, record eight shows at once, and get access to thousands of movies at your fingertips. Cable simply can't even compare. So the smart choice is to cut the cable and get Dish. Plus, you get all these great TV features, free HD DVR upgrade, free installation, and free movie channels. Say goodbye to cable and get more with Dish TV. 800-293-0328, 800-293-0328. As an added bonus, you can switch to Dish now and receive a $50 Visa gift card. So call now and get Dish TV. Call 800-293-0328, 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Limited time offer, 24-month commitment and credit qualification required. Cancellation fee, monthly equipment fees, and other restrictions apply. Promotion can change at any time. Summer is here, and Matt's got the barbecue out all ready to grill. That's why he trusts Super Poly Grip, so he can enjoy his steak with full confidence. Sounds like there's a party going on. But something's missing. Surprise! The birthday gals arrived. And thanks to Polydent, her bright smile is anything but a surprise. Polydent! AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Don't forget, get on this now, because tickets will go so fast, you won't know what hits you. Evening with Michelle Malkin coming up Thursday, Tuesday, September 24th, Tuesday night at the Ames Center in Burnsville. Ed Morris, he'll be doing the voodoo he do. 
And Michelle Malkin, of course, the star of the evening, talking about the border crisis, chaos on the, chaos on the left, how it's going to affect the upcoming elections, and so much more. She's right most of the time. Tickets are on sale starting at 1280, but there's VFP upgrades all over the place. You can hang out with me, hobnob with me, Brad Carlson, King Banyan, the whole, I don't know if King will be here. Brad, I'm assuming, will be there. We'll all be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. I don't think there's a dinner involved this time, but there will be a VIP get together. Anyway, she's out there flogging her book, Open Borders, Inc. So, join us. Go to uh, TikTok. Go to am12athepatriot.com for tickets and details. Join us all there. It's coming up Tuesday, September 24th. It's at the Ames Center in Burnsville, right up the street from the station. It'll be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. 651-289-4488, the number to call final segment, Northern Alliance Radio Network. By the way, uh, the entire broadcast is on Facebook right now on the Northern Alliance Radio Network uh, page. Go ahead and like the Northern Alliance Radio Network page. Get the latest news about the show every week uh, from both Brad and myself. Brad, of course, uh, pretty diligent about updating the social media stuff because, well, he's one of those uh, younger kids these days, at least a little younger than me these days. But uh, either way, we'd love to have you join us there. Anyway, we're talking before the uh, break about the tendency of those on Big Left to – espouse a lot of rhetoric about trying to make change, but really having an entirely institutional mindset about doing this. Of course, we, we I refer to P.G. O'Rourke's uh, citing of Al Gore and uh, his wife and children's uh, decision to lobby for the homelessness when they saw a homeless guy in the street begging for something to eat. And you see this in Ray, a lot of different issues. For example, uh, the in, in the environmental movement, we've talked about this in the past uh, on this broadcast, uh, and I've summed up my attitude about global warming and uh, global climate change with the statement, with the, the saying, really the aphorism, I will believe it's a crisis when the people who are telling me it's a crisis uh, start acting like it's a crisis. The most recent international climate conference in Indonesia was attended by people including uh, the passengers of 144 private jets flying to Kuala Lumpur to partake in a a conference on the evils of fossil fuel consumption. Now, there is no less efficient way of traveling, at least in terms of carbon output, than a private jet. Now, it's incredibly efficient when it comes to actually getting where you want to go in a big hurry, but the Pounds of carbon produced per mile travel are astronomical if you pay attention to such things. And let's be honest, I I do to some extent. I don't believe that there's no such thing as global warming. I mean, I believe the climate is changing. I also believe the climate's been changing continuously up, down, back and forth since Earth became a zip code billions of years ago. And anybody who thinks that politics... In other words, turning the keys of the world's economies over to a bunch of nonprofits and government apparatchiks and bureaucrats would be the solution to this is, quite frankly, demented. Uh, You also see this in uh, reference to research that shows that people who are global warming skeptics, people who identify as climate change skeptics, produce a much smaller carbon footprint in their lifestyles than people who describe themselves as warmists. In fact, I, I saw this play out in my personal life a while ago. A good friend of mine who is, uh, denies it but is a progressive it certainly uh, talks a lot of progressive rhetoric, especially in terms of climate change. He's very much a warmist, a, a warmer, uh, believes that uh, climate change is immediate, is happening now, and the only uh, cure for it is to turn the keys to the world's economies over to governments, to bureaucrats, to unelected officials who can't balance a checkbook and make a payroll, but they're going to solve the most complex scientific issue uh, short of figuring out where life came from in the first place. That that can be imagined. Something as impossibly complex as the global climate are going to be solved by people like, I don't know, Justin Perpich. (laughs) I mean, I don't buy it folks, but the, uh, it turns out that P- 
people who are skeptics, anyway, like myself, have a smaller carbon footprint than people like my progressive friend. And, and this is borne out by the fact that I drive a 2004 Corolla that gets 35 miles to the gallon, 48 with a tailwind. And my progressive friend, who is a dyed-in-the-wool uh, militant warmist, drives a big pickup truck with a big turbo V8 that burns fuel like an F-15 on afterburner. And, and I suspect this guy burns more carbon driving to work on a summer morning than I produce in a winter month. But some of us have different ideas of what it takes to deal with uh, with climate change. Another person who I, I had my attention drawn to this past week was a young lady named Greta Thunberg, who's a Swedish environmentalist, something of a uh, something some, something of a teen idol among environmentalists in Sweden. Uh, she is sort of the Swedish environmentalism with uh, Tide Pod Evita. That's Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is to American progressives, very overconfident exceedingly undereducated and very, very, very overpromoted. Um, but I'll give her this much, unlike the people we just talked about who fly their private jets and uh, ocean motor yachts to climate conferences in swanky locations. Uh, Greta Thunberg, uh, who has uh, led a number of climate-related uh, school strikes in Sweden, is putting her travel plans where her mouth is, more or less. Uh, Greta Thunberg is set to sail across the Atlantic to the next UN climate conference uh, in New York and in Chile uh, in coming weeks as part of a sabbatical year from high school. Uh, the 16-year-old climate phenom will uh, come to the U.S. Good news! I'll be joining the UN Climate Action Summit in New York and uh, also in Santiago, Chile. I've been offered a ride on the 60-foot racing boat Malaysia 2. We'll be sailing across the Atlantic Ocean. Now, from the U.K. to New York City in mid-August, uh, Greta tweeted, the journey will take two weeks. So on the one hand, she's sailing. On the other hand, she's sailing on a boat that I looked up. Uh, it charters for tens of thousands of dollars a week. And so, if you are an environmentalist who can afford tens of thousands of dollars a week and weeks out of their life to travel to conferences, bully for you. For the rest of us, oh, I don't know, just another day of, day of dealing with big left. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Come on into the Rack Shack's new Egan location and wrap your taste buds around the Patriot Burger. Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM 1280 The Patriot, here with Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue. How are you liking that new Egan location? Oh man, Egan is wonderful. We have so much more space and a dynamic center that allows us to better serve our in-store customer as well as our catering clients. You know, Keith, our listeners love the Patriot Burger almost as much as the Patriot. It's a brisket and chuck half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. America cheese on top and the American flag proudly flies out of the top of the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Get it? $12.80? Best burger in the USA. You really have to try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue's new Egan location. We're just a mile east of Cedar Avenue on Cliff Road in the heart of Cedar Cliff Center. You'll love our new digs. Come and see us today or join us at RackShackBarbecue.com. Rack Shack Barbecue, Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now, 
you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-424-7126. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-424-7126. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. 1-800-424-7126. AM 1280, The Patriot is W. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.